strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super, you the consumer were waiting and waiting, waiting for upshots of Yajirobe's skirt. Lucky for you, it's the Memorial Day sale. Buy now, this week on Fallen Out Super. We're we're we're, we're watching Yajirobe's moose knuckle for the fucking troops. <laughs> Hey, start the show, Jer Bear. Yeah, all right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Ballin' Out. <laughs> Super. Super. Oh, I feel upside down on a rock. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. I, I'm memor- memorializing <laughs> the troops. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> and Alex Patak. It's an army of one. And you only have one life to give. Bleed for wealth. Bleed for tomorrow. Are you eating nuts in the mic? He's eating nuts in the mic. Oh, I'm eating nuts. I just happen to be using a mic. <laughs> okay. You two, I need to do a moratorium. If of you guys eating- had more good no, comments, no. I wouldn't have to talk so much. I need you two to stop eating and drinking into the mic because it makes me insane. <laughs> just hold the mic away from your face when you're doing it. All right. Katie, why don't you tell me for a good two or three minutes how it makes you feel, and I'm going to just enjoy some peanuts real quick. <laughs> There's a literal muting function on this. You can mute yourself, can't you? Oh, yeah, but okay, that seems like a lot to of trouble to now. go through every time you want to take a sip. Yeah, I just, okay, fine. I, I don't mean to, to nag you guys. I just am trying to make quality audio content for all the batshit people. Is there a mute function? What, for every sip? Every <laughs> sip? <laughs> Hold it away from Memorial your face. Day. On Memorial I'm, Day? I'm just saying that everyone's lost. You know how many lives have been lost? And people are starting to go a little the bananas. Flag. Okay? I have these I neighbors that always blast music, and they started drunkenly doing karaoke, and the whole audi- the whole neighborhood broke at once. Because I usually don't shout because I'm the white woman in the neighborhood, and that's not my job to start it. But once everyone got going, it was delightful. We're all mm-hmm. just like, shut No! No! Go to bed! <laughs> you're like a Scotty Pippen. You're a, you're you're an enabler of the shouting. Yes. Yeah. Um I yes. have uh my downstairs neighbors are uh my landlord, first of all, but um my my new landlord problem, I guess, is uh that he's got like two little uh like preteen boys. Oh no. And uh they're at like mm. different Disgusting. stages of preteen they're disgusting, both of you them. Mean like, Repulsive. Like, like Gohans? Yeah, so one of them they is like little a... little Gohans running right, around? Right, so one of them is a Gohan-style preteen who's constantly shrieking in the backyard. And then the yeah, other one... turned into a damn monkey back The there. other one's more of a Goten-style preteen, where he's constantly practicing his football spiral and just throwing it into the fence. Oh, so God. I'm like, every single night now, it's just you hear... 
the sound of a ball hitting a fence constantly over and over and over again. And then occasionally just like the, the sound of a punch and then a shriek of a child. So you're upset That's you so live annoying, next to the future all, of like, athletic I'm, excellence. You're, yeah. you're afraid that they're going to have the, the life you wanted as I, a football star. Mm hmm. I see both sides of this because on one hand, this this dude's locked Katie? in there with his kids all the time now. Do you hear me? Right. Do you hear me? I think you're on a, de- yeah, you might be on a uh, delay. Yeah, loud and clear. God damn it. And we're no back. No one's on a delay. <laughs> Tell us more about your child neighbors. Oh, they're just mad annoying, man, and it's fucking driving me nuts, and they get to, like, enjoy a yard, and I don't. Yeah, that, I think that's, yard? like, the extra fuck you. Oh, because you're in the second See, floor, right? Yeah, exactly. See, I lived like, on the first floor for a while, so. I would just like to point out Jeremy was taking a long sip instead of responding there. <laughs> that's true. I was taking mm-hmm. a long sip. You're right, Katie. I should have muted. Right. Now we're just on a delay yeah. witch hunt. Okay. <laughs> You never know who's on a delay, who's just sloppily podcasting with their heart somewhere else. I think you I, never know who's taking a I sip of coffee and who who's jealous of John Proctor's wife. Woody <laughs> <laughs> Prospect has been sipping the tea. I'm on a mail with I saw on this you podcast. signed the Let's devil's go. Facebook. <laughs> Damn, the devil's Facebook is one of the best pulls I've ever done. That old maiden turned herself into a crow, and that's tea, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think like um, what do you think about the witch trials? (laughs) Okay, you do your thing first. Yeah, what do you think about the witch trials in general? Yay or nay? Uh, I don't think they're good, generally speaking. (laughs) Nah, dog. I don't think they did. The fact that you don't think they're good makes me uh, a little suspicious. (laughs) Maybe you're working with the witches. Uh, It makes me wonder. Yeah, you know, I mean, I do have a history of keeping animal familiars. And uh, I'm Jewish. So (laughs) off to the drowning lake we go. Mm. Katie's just applying to be the town witch in 1634. (laughs) Guys, Animal I swear experience. I'm a witch. It's something you need. It's something I have. I, I really want this position. I could really use it right now. It says here on your resume you worked at a at a hotel. I saw the devil. I saw the devil at the hotel. He checked in. His name was Stuart. It was horrible. No, one of his lies. He loves to do it. He loves to lie to us. He loves to lie. He says his name is Stuart. We all know his name. Right, and the way he does it too is he goes, just kidding. But that's not kidding. That's a lie. (laughs) I fucking... uh, (laughs) They're different things. I I think we can all agree. I love that ACDC track. I saw the devil check in. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, I guess I just have witch trials on the mind. I just finished um, the, the first season of the remake of Berserk, which is all about witch trials. Oh, and then about a lot uh, of other things instead. It's uh, (laughs) no good. It is super dog shit. I don't think I've ever punished my eyes with something for so long. Yeah, you're talking about (laughs) the new one, right? Like with the computer animated. Looks like a cutscene. Like you let like a (laughs) child play with dolls and filmed it, and that was your TV show. 
But the dolls like, are constantly <laughs> sexually assaulting each other. Yeah, they're like, let's take the most visually complicated and adult narrative ever to hit uh, ongoing manga series and make it look like it's a, a, a bonus episode of Beautiful Joe. Like, it's no good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, w- I was actually looking into it because it looks so bad. Just, I mean, just visually. Like, I'm interested enough in the story to slog through it. But uh, uh, I wanted to know why. Why anyone <laughs> let this happen this way. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. um, Who let this happen? Th- Think of the children. <laughs> so your first guess is that they don't have an- any money anymore. And that guess is correct. Because... <laughs> Berserk is so violent and rapey that no one wants to make it. And when you do make it, it is put on, uh, 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 what's the word? A delay. Um, yeah, it's like delayed indefinitely over and over again. And no one's like, it right. makes no money. Um, yeah, well, and nobody wants to. No one wants to sink too much money into it out of the the fear that it may get canceled oh, instantly, right. and then and all your money is down the tubes. Can't find sponsorship for it, right? Because technically, this is supposed to air on TV, and no one's going to buy ad spots for Berserk. No right, one's going to yeah, be exactly. Does this show it has go to on. get on TV. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a WB special. I mean, Japanese UPN or whatever, like whatever. It doesn't matter. But like the point is, like, like uh, you know, trying to sell to like ad time to like Japanese Clorox. They're not gonna want to sell detergent during no, your rape although show. Although there is a great use of stain removal in the show. <laughs> There's so many stains. <laughs> the man cuts the head off a horse. <laughs> Blood's everywhere. That's my favorite bit from uh, uh, Game of Thrones, like the early seasons when it was still like super gory and fucked up. Do you, do, Alex? You yeah, were a Game I've, of Thrones uh, guy. I, right? I wrote and uh, produced Game of Thrones. I'm the executive yeah, producer. Of course. Of um, I think it was like in the first season when when the the mountain cuts the horse's yes, fucking that head was off. A, that was a tough decision we made for just like not being a good because enough horse. Because the horse was <laughs> that scene. We were trying to create a mood that that horse was bad, and uh, a few of the guys came in mm-hmm. one day. We said, "Let's just take the head off. Let's just take it right off." <laughs> I think you were successful in that. Right. In that and then uh, you're endeavor. watching at home and you're thinking not only, wow, that was a bad horse, that was visually communicated, but also, sick. <laughs> Fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nice. Yeah. You tell yeah, that I don't, horse. Let, tell me about uh, the quality of my apples again. <laughs> I don't think you'll be doing that anymore. Uh, nope. Yes, again, I am sorry we only have sugar packets. Yeah, yeah, we do yeah. not buy cubes. Um, <laughs> other things horses complain about. Have I ever talked about... Yeah, what else? My, my, what else? What else? My friend's uh, wife, or I'm sorry, a serious girlfriend is um, a horse mm-hmm. woman, a horse adult woman. What does that mean? She works with and trains horses. She's that woman from the from the viral videos who jumps like a horse. She's that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what if every time you heard the words that bitch, it meant a woman who likes horses? <laughs> Have you ever considered that? <laughs> every time you hear that bitch, it's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> There's all that fighting in the primary about who's that bitch. It's all <laughs> we need a leader who's a horse. Um, anyway, I'm just going to finish my point because I'm very scatterbrained yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, so she's a horsewoman. She's Go a on. horsewoman, but um, I, I get to learn all kinds of interesting horse facts. 
uh, by being around her. And one of them that I guess didn't really register with me, but is pretty widely known is um, when a horse breaks its leg, there is no way to heal the leg. Correct. You have to murder the horse. Yes. And I guess that's because they sleep standing up. Mm hmm. This is entry level horse stuff. This is entry level horse stuff. And it's something you learn, but uh, apparently. (laughs) So I'm in this picture with a horse that I was using on social media for like a year and a half, and I found out the other day. (laughs) That horse is a glue now because it got kicked by one of the other horses. Oh, no. There's a picture of me with a ghost horse all over the internet. I just have to go on living my life, and it didn't do anything wrong. Did we? Did uh, Alex? Did we ever tell you the story about Jordan getting kicked in the face by a horse? That's not is really Jordan our dead? story. To is this tell. is this your way of telling me Jordan is dead? No, when he was a kid, he got kicked in the face by a horse. I guess you're right, but he told it on the Two Minutes podcast. I know, but he's he's had his face. So it's not like it's time. like not a public story or nothing. I guess. Yeah, he got kicked in the face. Uh, by a horse at camp after being bullied into riding the horse in the first place. <laughs> yeah, oh, but the no. interesting part of the story comes way down the line. There's a whole bunch of stuff about him getting kicked in the face, but then apparently the horse was just insane and like ran into a fence and impaled oh. itself to death, like impaled itself through the heart and died. Right after kicking him? Yeah. Like immediately after, like the day after. <laughs> So he was wounded by a horse that killed itself, you're saying? Yeah, by like an insane, like manic depressive horse. What yeah. is going on in the horse community? There's a lot of like unaddressed mental health issues, you know? Yeah. There's not like, like there's not the infrastructure thing. in our society to like properly help horses. The best we can do <laughs> is feed them oats. Yeah, I mean <laughs> when it's there's like simple it's, you know, when it's a nice day, like, you get to go out for a little trot, you know, maybe enjoy a sugar cube, you know, like, it's all any of us can do these days. Right. There's no space for a horse to be like, I have schizophrenia. It runs in my family. <laughs> clop, 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 clop. Because <laughs> if it had... He's doing the clapping. <laughs> I clop, I have clop <laughs> schizophrenia. On an emoji, it's just a hoof. It's, it's a hoof emoji. Because <laughs> if it had one, if it had a serious problem like that, it would probably not affect your day to day. So you wouldn't come up. <laughs> I'm having so much fun picturing the horse clapping its hooves. Yeah, horse Twitter is horse out of Twitter, control. baby. <laughs> I don't know. I Just don't all know. sorts of horse Ugh. horse gifts that yeah. you post with your sassy messages to. You never to, know uh, who's going to get clopsled <laughs> on horse Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Red, uh, yeah, take down your posters of him. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, who else is a famous horse <laughs> secretariat? It's like that one from Game of Thrones. The one from Game of Thrones, of course. Yeah, Guess what? Uh, He's Bojack. Dead. <laughs> Bojack Horseman, I guess, is a famous horse, but I guess the any whole horse show in is a movie before getting... 1960, they were really murdered. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a visual <laughs> illusion. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dead animals that are captured on film forever in beloved franchises. Yeah. <laughs> Have we talked about Milo and Otis on here? I mean, no. we must have. I feel is this like one we of did. our. 
You know how we have that document of forbidden topics? Yeah. Is Milo and Otis on that document? <laughs> no, it's not a forbidden topic. I just, I swear to God, we've talked about it before. Yeah, it's yeah, just okay. the thing is that Milo and Otis, like, it, it kind of feels like ever since, like, you know, Gavin McInnes and stuff, like, it. Nobody really is thinking about Milo Notice anymore. Yeah, it's true. It's he's just disappeared to England, and and he's on that <laughs> little YouTube channel and whatever. Oh <laughs> it took me so long to figure out what you were doing. I was like, "Do you mean one of the animals?" For oh, okay, no. You mean you mean Milo and Otis, the writer? Yeah, the the <laughs> the provocateur. Yeah, the dangerous. <laughs> I'm a dangerous <laughs> pussy cat. <laughs> I'm a dangerous pug. <laughs> what was the other one? What so was much. Milo? Milo's cat. Milo was, yeah. Fuck. I watched Homer Bound. I never saw. Otis was uh, the dog. Otis was the pug. Yeah. Otis was the yeah. pug. Milo is an orange tabby cat. Okay. Yes. But the secret being, he's a hundred orange tabby cats. Who right, yes. vi- are violently murdered on set. <laughs> Do you think they killed Flipper? For sure. I think, yeah. Because <laughs> I saw, Katie, I you they're... had posted something with Flipper recently. Did you watch it recently? Uh, I like to sometimes do like collections of video clips on... Uh... Mm-hmm. On my Instagram, I'll like curate stuff. So I was trying to do a bunch of animal kid shows for my youth. So I wanted to post the opening for right. Flipper, but I could only find the uh, French opening, which is actually pretty fucking funny. Or maybe it's German. I can't remember because <laughs> it's not in front of me right now. But um, yeah, I haven't like watched <laughs> a full episode. Yeah, Flipper, Flipper. Flipper. <laughs> yes, it was French. It was French. Uh, it's so funny. Uh, left a crazy impression on me because it was the first time I realized TV was bullshit and like fake. Because there's an mm-hmm. episode of Flipper in which um, this mom and her son are driving back from a Boy Scout meet, and the car crashes into a swamp, and the car is slowly sinking. And then Flipper swims and saves them. But they are clearly in a bog that is not connected to the ocean. It's like a lake, you know? And I'm like, how the fuck did Flipper get out of the ocean to this bog? (laughs) And I'm like, this show is bullshit. (laughs) This is Katie, this is the first time you learned Flipper can dig canals. (laughs) I was just like... You know, I'm like six years old. Like, this is motherfucking bullshit. I'm being lied to. I was so angry. I told my mom, like, is Flipper fake? And she's like. I mean, you were being lied to. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, oh, Flipper's man. fake. <laughs> That's funny. It's, I You'll never Flipper be friends being with like, him. I think Flipper similarly was like my first, like concept that like tv is bullshit because every time you see flipper it's like there's maybe five pieces of footage of flipper that you just see over and over again throughout the show right he does the flip and then yeah and there's like the one of him underwater swimming really fast uh there's like the one of him like clapping and stuff but it's like the same footage repeated constantly and the same one sound effect they only have one sound that flipper makes youtube mm-hmm. studio doesn't have a lot of options for dolphin you just gotta take what they got. Mm. Anything that hasn't been copyrighted, that's what Flipper sounds like now. Yeah. Plus, you probably like. I mean, I bet for a while they could get a performance out of Flipper, and then Flipper grew jaded to the Hollywood lifestyle, and 
gets hooked on a few things. Maybe yeah, loses doing, motivation. Stop showing up to set. Doing fat lines of uh, krill. <laughs> doing lines of krill in his yeah, blowhole. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Like, <laughs> going upside down, huffing in the yeah. krill. <laughs> Just running his bag along oh. a big long line. <laughs> <laughs> Tying off to flip to nil. <sighs> I didn't get that one. I like didn't... flipper, but fentanyl. Flip, flip. To oh, nil. okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, Milo and Otis wrote about it once. I don't know if you heard about. It. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, drawing the line of flip to nil. <laughs> I just didn't get it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Back to him doing a line of krill. Yeah. Um, what would be the funniest? What's the funniest animal to think of doing coke? Monkeys are usually the funniest of everything. Yeah, like a monkey smoking a cigarette is very funny, and I do think a monkey doing coke is very funny. But I'm like picturing long nose is probably pretty funny, like an anteater like or something. Yeah, like an aardvark or an anteater would be pretty funny. Hey, same minds. Some the, great minds. But maybe a alike. bit on the nose. Um, on the nose, Aardvark. Yeah, on the nose. On the nose. Hmm. Um, toucan. A giraffe could do funny. cocaine in a tree. Oh, that's very funny, yes. <laughs> Probably would be tough to get a good shot of it, but it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> the planet and then Earth banging documentary. its giant head to rush. <laughs> Normally we have incredible footage, but this week you'll just have to take our words that that giraffe is doing cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Giraffe. What else? Um, What about something little? Something little doing cocaine. But like a regular sized line? Because that's what I'm wondering is like, would it be funny if like a Uh, a squirrel, I guess, like, but they... Guys, Which animals I'm really can do sorry. cocaine gotta, and live? I gotta just step out for a second. I gotta check what the fuck this is. I'll be right back. Okay. We'll vamp. What if she can see? Yeah. <laughs> we'll kill. How will we continue the conversation? Don't worry, Katie. We'll, va- we will- <laughs> we'll keep talking about what animal is funny to do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> There's just somebody like murdering everyone in your house, and we're like, I don't know, zebra. Yeah, <laughs> zebra. I guess it kind of looks like it's already like cut up a yeah, bunch it of. Yeah, looks lines. like there's half cocaine on it. Yeah, okay. Cocaine okay. lines on the zebra. Yeah. You know, a lot of well, these I feel animals like the zebra can't would actually... sell it. <laughs> the zebra sells the coke. And <laughs> yes, it would. Well, it would because it whinnies. So, like mm-hmm. a horse, it takes a line and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Katie just never comes back. <laughs> never comes back. She just got tired of this conversation and just bailed. Yeah, hey guys, I'm sorry. I have to. I have to do anything else. What about a, a <laughs> what about a tiger? Okay, so it's a tiger and it does the cocaine, and then it's like, dude, aren't humans fucking cool and majestic? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it just obsessively talks about people, right? And it brings around the baby people to get laid. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brings the baby right, people sorry. to a hotel. What's up? Mm. Oh, we we're, were just about still talking. Tigers. 
doing cocaine bring baby people around to get laid? I'm Katie? sorry, what? <laughs> Say that again? Well, you know how human beings who do cocaine bring the baby tigers uh-huh. to get like four or five women to love you forever? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, so they the other way the around. Babies. The babies are like Doritos to them. Oh, because they're food. Mm, yeah. They're Hot Pocket sized food. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, like veal well, damn. or some shit. What if they brought a nice pot of azaleas around? And that's like a that's like a aphrodisiac for them. I mean, that'd be kind of like peacocking, I guess. I don't think tigers need yeah. tricks. They're just like so virile. <laughs> yeah, Come they on. would definitely. They don't need a thing. <laughs> they just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep doing just what you're doing. They get up. like people just give them coke. They never buy it. Yo, I got so heated this morning because I saw Jake turning on Tiger King. What does that mean? Jake is I... like, I don't like Tiger King now. Well, well, you know, Jake Jake uh, now has his life together, so he thinks he's better than TV. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's like the first sign of somebody who gets their life together. is like, that show sucks, actually. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you think you're too good for trash TV college? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, this was what bothered me is there was a lot of people in this comment talking yeah. about how it was poor people porn and you're using it as like poverty porn. But I had this argument with Max Ogle once and it is that um, I know many poor people. None of them act like the tiger people at all. Absolutely. Most also, of my drive is no, uh, the tiger based content and the trafficking based content. <laughs> yeah i think what's fascinating is that he is like a gay cult leader that have tigers that is what the interesting exactly also (laughs) the guys who you're interested in in that show are not the poor ones the poor ones are like joe exotics like boyfriends and like the people who work at his has his tiger compound whatever joe exotic seems to be doing just fine he owns a gigantic compound i don't own any property Mm. you know like bhagavan is doing just fine this Guys, we have not spoken about what we are using our Patreon money to help fund the leftist cause. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Jeremy's uh, been on it. Am I it. on a delay again? No, you're not on a delay. We're not restarting the server. <laughs> you're <just> fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sometimes it takes me a minute to really take Thank it all you in. You should have a conversation with me. Yeah, um, no, this is a grift, what we're doing here. Yeah. Okay, all right, okay. Well, here's, here's what we're talking about. If you are listening to this show and not perpetually online, is there was a post a year and a half ago that we're all talking <laughs> about now for some reason that I cannot decipher about how much each uh, uh, Chaposphere uh, podcast is making and whether or not it is a grift to make any money. And the top three listed are Chapo Trap House, Come Town, and... Uh, Red Scare. Red Scare, the top leftist podcasts. And then uh, <laughs> everyone freaks out about their contrib- contributions to the arts and culture. And uh, I thought 
this post was annoying last year <laughs> when it came out. And I don't know why we're all talking about it now. I kind of liked that we didn't talk about it before. Oh, I'm sorry, but I just think it's so funny because it posits the idea that rent doesn't exist. <laughs> like, yeah. It's also then, like, uh, I mean, Jake made the point of if, if, if what you're accusing is um, activists doing a grift by making X amount of money on their Patreons for a product they're giving you, essentially, it is the shittiest grift of all time because we've been doing this for years. And even even Jake, who has like a bigger podcast than this one, is only making like $1,000 a month. Yeah. You could sell cans. You could collect <laughs> and sell cans for more money. <laughs> I have had way more successful drifts than this. I have been podcasting about Dragon Ball for three years. Even if yeah. you look at like Chapo and you're like, well, they make a lot of money. Still like only as much as someone with like a good job. <laughs> <laughs> you would make more money like doing a, a like a pizza grift on a uh, Grubhub where you like order it and then return it and then eat the pizza before <laughs> yeah like you, know you could you could have idea? a fake you could have a fake restaurant and just like take the Grubhub yes. orders and just like and just hope that like like because most of them will will call Grubhub and and Grubhub will you know like uh, rectify the situation Refund when you don't them. deliver them a pizza but like one in maybe like 20 will be like We'll just forget to do it, and you get to keep that money. And I bet you that I could do that for a week and make more money than I do from pulling out super. <laughs> yeah, just in general, I've learned from working at restaurants, if you go and for whatever reason just demand your money back for something you already ate, they'll probably do it like 50% of the time. Yeah. If you are, Fast if you just places, like make a hundred percent of your time, we'll just give you something. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know this was such a sore subject. I didn't realize it was a year ago because I don't really read anything anymore. I just let culture wash over me. Mm, yes, same. <laughs> but but back to these sandwich scams. Uh, you would have to keep a rotation of the restaurants. <laughs> yes, because you probably can't go back in there in good faith and keep doing it. We did. <laughs> I had this one fortune teller who worked next to the cafe I worked in, and she would come in and make up prices and menu items, and we would just give them to her. But she was Uh using magic. I mean, no one else could pull that off. (laughs) Well, there was a um, no to her in my hometown. There was a Taco Bell near the train station, and we would just on the regs, like pretty much. I'd say probably once every week or two, just go in there and be like, hey, I just picked up some food on my way to the train the other day, and uh, I'm vegetarian. You guys gave me meat, so I had to throw it out. Could you just like do something for me? And they just give you some free food. Right. This is what I'm talking about. The idea is called general lying. <laughs> Telling it's what a you do when somebody asks money. you if you support Andrew Yang or Bernie Sanders, for example. <laughs> I like them all. I wish we could get them all in there. Wish everyone could be the president. <laughs> uh, where are we on time, by the way? We're at 27 minutes. Should we do the Dragon Ball? Yeah, now? we should talk about Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z.
Hey everyone, it's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yo, just wanted to say that you know something that never gets old or slow? It's the great anime podcast, Ballin' Out Super, number one. I can't believe it. Uh, this isn't a plug for that, just more their great shirts. I have one, and people turn on the street and scream when they see me wearing it. They see me, and I'm just wearing it in a shirt and my little hedgehog dicks hanging out the bottom, slapping the ground with my surprisingly giant hedgehog dick. That's me, Sonic the Hedgehog. Got a jet! The title of this episode is Defeat the Invincible Vegeta Work a Miracle, Gohan. That's the title. Work it. Work, <laughs> bitch. Work, bitch. Gohan, work, bitch. <laughs> this um, episode definitely had the, like, C rotation of animators on it because there was some funky business in here. Yeah. Some monkey I wanted business, to ask you guys, debatably. there's like a weird thing I keep noticing where I guess they're like adding in some like reanimated stuff because it'll switch yeah. from like that old school pen and ink style to then just like suddenly it looks like absolute ass and it's like computery and weird and like yeah, it happens a bunch in this episode. One, like clip of Vegeta walking where I'm like, was this like made in After Effects? What the fuck? Well, sometimes the reality of shoots is you just don't get the footage you need that day. (laughs) And so any quarters you got to cut in post, you got to cut them. Yeah, you hear all these stories about how it's just like constantly raining in in the uh, endless valley of constant plateaus. And, you know, and and they make it seem like it's a really arid and dry place. But it's actually it's it seems dry. Yeah. But that's because the one, the four days a year, it's dry. It's super dry, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it dries instantly, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we <laughs> open up and uh, Vegeta's smirking as he, like, steps on Gohan. And Gohan's like, I can't believe how strong he is. Because when we last left, Gohan's uh, fisty punchies at Vegeta while Krillin has a giant glowing orb of energy that Goku has given him. Right, he has the spirit bomb. Yes, so Krillin he has harnessed the spirit bomb of all the of all the deer and the <laughs> monkeys and trees and macaws. Yeah, all, that, all that trash energy. <laughs> yeah, all these different things that do cocaine in the wild. These wonderful party creatures. <laughs> um. Krillin jumps up onto the plateau with the the spirit bomb, and he's looking down at the fight, trying to figure out what to do. And Vegeta is like, all right, this Gohan kid is feisty. Better take him out. And Gohan, in a last attempt, starts shooting off Basenko blasts left and right at Vegeta. And he just can't land one. Right. They definitely recycled a lot of animation here because you got this sweet shot of Gohan doing a blast, then Vegeta standing there, and then Vegeta moving. And they do that three or four times. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And every time you think, this is the time, (laughs) we're going to get him. Not a single one. Hey, haven't I seen this? Yeah, it's like deja vu, except it's literally (laughs) the exact same shot. (laughs) (laughs) Krillin's like, there's no way it can hit him while he's moving. And I'm like, what's the point of learning to fight Krillin? (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's really like the last one you should trust with such a powerful orb. And he is taking his goddamn time like trying to line up this shot. 
As this eight-year-old child's getting whooped by a full adult. It's like I think he's like five, isn't he? He's He's, so young. He's very young. Literally, he's literally five years old. He's four years old when they first put him in. I was gonna say he's four years old when he first gets abandoned in the woods. You know what I mean? So he's at max five years old right now. (laughs) Right, he's at a at a mature five. And any of his lines where he's like. Oh, he's so powerful. I don't know how I'll ever beat Vegeta. It's like, yes, he's 25. (laughs) (laughs) He has testosterone. It's unfair. (laughs) Yeah, even if these were just regular human beings, it's still unfair. It's just like an adult man. Truly any adult ever and a five-year-old would be like, he's so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) How'd he get so tall? (laughs) <laughs> he can reach the shelf with the cookies on it. He's so powerful. <laughs> I've never seen such strength. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, he's getting owned. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry. And then uh, ring, ring, it's King Kai on the phone. And he's like, hey, uh, Krillin, just so you know, you aim a spirit bomb with your feelings. And he goes, who is that? <laughs> Who's calling me? <laughs> yeah, he does like, it in such a like uh, cocky way, too. He's like, you're doing it wrong. It's not for <laughs> the eyes. The TC Tuggers, they're not to be made fun of. They're not that kind of shirt. <laughs> what does he Do say with the... Um... problem? I'm sorry. I what? was going to say, like, since I've watched you, I Think You Should Leave, I see that guy in everything now, and it's all I can think about. Yeah, he really covered the entire diaspora in around 80 minutes of television. It's really something. Yeah. No, no, I just mean like every extra in that show is like on everything in TV. Oh, yes, that is true. Yes. There's so many actors on his show. Mm. And they're all like doing real stuff. So you're like, he must have had a pretty good budget for actors. (laughs) Yeah, something. It was a Lauren Michaels production. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, he was like well, SNL adjacent that whole time. F- oh. Well, there There's you a little biz go. talk. Biz you're, talk. If you're tuning in just now, this is, a, this is what's going on in the biz. Update. Sorry. There is no more entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> a deadly virus <laughs> has come, shutting down all of television. Entertainment's canceled. <laughs> Throw away We're your all... scripts. They're kindling now. <laughs> yep. We're all learning to sew and how to make weapons out of everyday <laughs> objects. So, uh, King Kai also reminds Krillin that he only has one shot. And you know what Krillin does great? Work under pressure. Yeah, JK. He's, he's, he's he your hero. Sucks at he it. thrives. He thrives under pressure. He also knew who King Kai was. Is King Kai like a figure of lore? Like, yeah, never... that's what I was wondering. Is I think I mean, Goku... may, maybe like no. I think when Goku comes back, he's like, "This is what King Kai taught me," and they're like, "Okay, <laughs> right." Yeah, that's like way, when somebody he's very comes impressed back from, by like... King Kai. He's like he, he, the King Kai, and he's like, yeah, "That's right, yes." Uh-huh. <laughs> from from, I think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he's like the level of name dropping of like when you have a cool friend who comes back from summer camp and they're like, huh, 
you're so you're so sly, just like Joseph Robertson. And you're just like, who's Joseph Robertson? Like, That's such a Joseph Robertson way to say that. And then you meet Joseph Robertson, and you're like, this is just a guy. This is just a fucking guy. Well, you know, I mean, anyone could be cool at camp. You're like getting brainwashed the whole time. That's why like dorks rise to power at the summer camp scenario. It's true. It's yeah. a, it's also like a, a place of sexual experimentation and liberation. Yeah, dry hand jobs behind the sports shed. Let's go. I only know because I never went to those kinds of camps, and I I stood waiting <laughs> in real society with angry eyes <laughs> at these lecherous demons who return. What did you do during the summer? <sighs> Play Armored Core two. <laughs> Your parents let you stay home. Well, I someone had to pilot these cores because the thing is, they cost a lot like, of money. <laughs> they're like, get the fuck out! Like they just didn't want to see me, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't yeah, have a that's choice. definitely what I felt like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went to day camp for a while, but that I mean, there's no hand stuff at day camp. Oh yes, there is. Oh yeah, no. there is. <laughs> yes, there absolutely yes, is because we went to a day camp and there was hand <laughs> stuff. Oh come on. <laughs> I'm sorry to inform you. I don't think sorry. this is a. I was a cool guy. <laughs> I'm so Your sorry, Alex. Stuff at day camp. Sorry, man. No, I learned sorry, how to man. make gimp. What? <laughs> Do you guys know the, gimp? It's no, a coding what? software. No, not the coding software. Oh, God, it's like it's like yarn or twine. You lace over itself, and it makes like a little pile. Gimp. The fuck are you talking like about? Like a lanyard. Yeah, I don't know you what you're talking lanyard about, with it? It's arts and crafts. Hemp? If you get really good, you can do the tornado that has like eight kinds of different colors. <laughs> Gimp! I'm sorry, friend. I don't approve I of your no sexually libertine lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. Everyone Google I Gimp. Have no idea. <laughs> Everyone Google GIMP. Disregard uh, all of the weird masks and BDSM stuff. (laughs) All right, so far it's mostly the software Katie was talking about. (laughs) Arts and crafts GIMP. No, it's coming up. Google arts and crafts GIMP. I I don't want to. I'm not doing it. It's also called Scooby-Doo. What? What? That's what it says. It's under Wikipedia, Scooby-Doo. But spelled not the uh, way you think. Anyway, this is what you should be doing at camp. All right, I don't agree. A, I don't agree with this. this. Is, we call this lanyard. <laughs> well, it's what is coming up. It's, Real know, heads, whatever. no. Right in. <laughs> Real heads, no. It's gimp. No, it's not. This is lanyard. You're just doing lanyard. This is lanyard. You fucking freaks. Square you stitch. It, it uses horny. two strands of gimp. Why are you trying to sexualize box stitch? You freaks. Yeah, I'm what's not, going well, on? Not, what is this? It's, it's not no, sexual. Why is it it's just gimp. It's it all is. natural. Gimp is a sexual term. It's all natural. Your camp counselor was making you make BDSM ropes for them, Alex. Don't turn me into the sicko here. You're the camp town sicko. I wonder. I, somebody must have done that, right? They I must. Will, somebody's done some sort of like serious binding with with. I, you could like, make anal yeah. funny with box these. stitch lanyards. If you make, yeah, if you it would be make a um, square stitch. It would be on safety. That could be an anal though. 
They would both what? they would be unsafe to use for bondage and anal beads. Please don't do that, kids. It would be dangerous. All right, don't do that, but do look it up, though. Alex, if it makes you feel better, <laughs> I personally did not get to do any of the hand stuff at camp, but that's mostly because I was so oblivious I didn't realize anyone liked me, but I saw other people do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Witnessed at the time, you'd it. ask me, you'd say, Alex, show me hand stuff, and I'd do the burning attack hand motion. <laughs> that's what I thought hand stuff was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I found out later that a kid that we had nicknamed Kevolution because he was obsessed with anarchy uh, had a crush on me and I had no idea. Oh, oh yeah, you, you could have totally jacked Kevolution? off Kevolution. <laughs> I had no idea. You could have kickstarted he, the Kevolution? He, uh, later on, he got my phone number when we were in high school and he called my brick Nokia blackout drunk and told me I should read Kingdom of Beer by Hunter S. Thompson. Dude, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a pimp. <laughs> you could have had like, it all. You could have had it all, Katie. <laughs> you could have started the Kevolution. <laughs> it was the middle of the day, too. <laughs> was, I was at school. We, start, we ended what up, a like, legend. We ended up getting wasted at his house a lot in college, remember? Yeah, I do remember that. Jeremy, you know Kevolution? Yeah, we went to the yeah, same we, camp. We went to the same camp. It, this is just this is just like Joseph Robertson all over again. <laughs> this is exactly why I brought it up. Okay. <laughs> this anyway. experience is what King Kai is like <laughs> to Krillin. That's why it's relevant. <laughs> anyway, Krillin's on a plateau, hyping himself up to throw the spirit bomb. And yeah. while Vegeta blasts the shit out of Gohan and sends these sperm-shaped beams flying at Gohan, what yeah, is he that does noise? This, it's the uh, it's the, the celebrating first responders because it's seven p.m. <sighs> Some people are trying to irony podcast. It happens every time I do this, and it I just know, keeps I always going. hear it. And hasn't enough people fled Park Slope for their country estates to like well roughly 40% of the population has fled and the remaining 60% own brass instruments and need to use them (laughs) nobody does shit around here dude there's nobody honking or nothing (laughs) yeah because there's no like it's still neighborhood people mostly so like you know, I mean, who gentrifiers are the ones doing the honking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. white people a lot be of honking. It's like, they want to like. I think they're setting an example for kids, or like, oh, kids, a thing to do. Kids, it's very o'clock. important. It's so important that you honk for the ambulances. Yeah, the honk for the ambulances. Actually, Jeremy, your neighbors—they do something at seven o'clock. That's when he beats his kids. <laughs> That's when the sounds are. It's ritualized. It's for the first responders. Oh, right. Anyway. It's not him beating his kids. It's one of the kids hitting the other kid. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. <laughs> you were saying beating his kids. You can hear your neighbors beating their kids through the walls. I misunderstood. No, they're preteens. You can't beat them. They will beat each other, though. Yes, they will beat each other. And, and maybe we can dedicate off. that. Okay. And then they'll be off. dedicate that to grocery workers. So, We've gotten so. <laughs> I, just listen We've to me talk nowhere. about this show. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Stop silencing women. So Vegeta blasts sperm beams at Gohan repeatedly, and uh, 
Gohan keeps running away, and Yajirobe looks behind, and he's like, Krillin, you are taking so long to shoot that big old energy ball. You need to fucking shoot it. And uh, Vegeta runs straight at Gohan, and he's like, I hope you are watching, Goku, because I'm going to murder your child. And uh, Krillin finally locks on to Vegeta, and as he's going to shoot his load, Yajirobe jumps out, and he's like, just fucking pull the trigger already, man! Causing Krillin to slip, miss his mark, and Vegeta sees Yajirobe. What a circumstance, you guys. Wait, I don't think he misses his mark. I think what happens is he yells so loud, Vegeta hears it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, because Vegeta, Vegeta's like, is someone taking Krillin down a peg? And then that lets him turn, hop over the spirit bomb. Spirit bomb's gone under him, headed straight towards Gohan. Uh-oh, yeah. folks. Hope that doesn't hit Gohan. It's full with all, full of all the energy of the deer in the plains. Yeah, and if this seems familiar to you, uh, it's because it happened last episode with a, uh, uh, a Destructo disc, uh, and uh, they reused the same throw animation, and uh, Vegeta did the exact same thing. He did the exact same thing. Um, he was a monkey yeah. the other time, though. At the time, they were getting a lot of data that uh, the public loved whoopsies. They're trying to get more whoopsies into the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. More whoopsies. Um, but luckily for for uh, the, the good folks of Earth, King Kai pointed out that the spirit ball is not actually locked on to Vegeta per se. It's locked on to his dark, evil energy. And yeah, so- this is really <laughs> starting to set the wonderful Dragon Ball Z president of the whole series where it's like, oh, was there a rule there? <laughs> Never mind. Beams kill people? Nope. Not if you're good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're a very good boy, Santa Claus won't beam you to death. Uh, Beams don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> and so, yeah, Gohan uh, redirects the spirit bomb at Vegeta, and he gets so blown the fuck up. He gets blown all the way up, and Kai's like, yay, they did it. And everyone's like, yahoo, we did it. Yeah, when Vegeta we gets hit with this up. ball, he looks like, like a bit like when Ernest goes to jail or whatever. Or he looks like when <laughs> Ernest is shocked. Like, he gets electric shocked. Like, he's yowza blasted by this thing. Yeah, and he gets shot, like, right up into heaven. Yeah, Just Ernest like- goes to jail. Vegeta goes to jail fucking direct deposit right into heaven hey hey saint michael i got a i got a new deposit for you saint peter saint peter's at the gate hey tell saint peter i know you're working at the side gate bring this to the front gate i didn't get mixed up i just wanted to give it to you because you don't (laughs) seem like you get as many of these but it's vegeta he's been blasted Bring it so, to St. Peter uh, at the front gate. They're all like, we did it, we're so tired, but then Vegeta falls back down to Earth onto the ground, and they're like, oh, fuck, no one ever fell back down before. <laughs> and he's just laying there, and Krillin's like, time to give this man a proper Christian burial, and he opens one eye and goes, God is dead and no one cares. And, did you guys think that part uh, was funny, that they were going to bury Vegeta? <laughs> Yes. It happens a lot. Put aside their differences and give him a proper burial. (laughs) Yeah, burial really means something to them. They do it on Namek, too. All we have is ritual. (laughs) 
And then he when he gets like five of their friends. I know, and they're like, we gotta give them proper burial. It's because they're good Shintoists, you know? Hey, do you want to say like... some words? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Vegeta's fine, and he bitch slaps Krillin across the face, and he goes flying, and he's like, I'm gonna kill this whole planet. You made me put in so much effort, and you guys suck. You're trash. I'm so annoyed I had to try at work today. And, uh, er, you know, he's like, prepare to die by my hand, and Gohan's like, oh, fuck, oh, no, I'm a little boy, oh, fuck. And oh, Vegeta does boy. such a powerful power kegel that it makes a giant mushroom cloud and everyone gets blasted nuclear bomb style with white bright light and they all go flying in different directions. And Vegeta stands in the middle of his blast crater being like, uh, I think I might be injured. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand why he did that. Um... Just because it seems like he's he could have just taken them out karate style. Yeah, he's just he's just acting out of anger at this point. It was pretty funny that he fell a thousand feet, got up, and was like, I'm on the verge of death. I only have the strength to beat the shit out of Krillin. <laughs> <laughs> An embarrassment to the show. <laughs> uh, and that's when he notices that Gohan's tail exists. It has grown back. Yeah. And Krillin's like, so what? Goku's tail used to grow back like all the fucking time until he started yeah, to so really many tails. This is like such and- a dumbass anime ass fucking little scene where he's like, oh, his tail, it's back. And then he like yeah. spends a minute being like, I've got to pull it off of his little ass. Yep. And he takes too long to yank it out of his little ass because Yajirobe comes out of nowhere and slices the shit out of Vegeta with his big ass king. sword and he absolute he king passes out and Yadrobi's like, That's right, I killed your ass. I did it, bitch. Mess with the bulls and you get the horns. And so uh, this is wild. This is like the only shit. It's the only <laughs> realistic violence in the entire show. So he just shows up and slices his back open. <laughs> Also, the Saiyan cool. armor, which expands to the size of a hundred foot gorilla, is cut all the way open by the karate sword. So, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? He has a special uh, sword. I don't it's remember a special why. Sword and Yajirobe, pretty agile for a big guy. Let's give him some. Yeah, props. dude. And then Vegeta, of course, is very angry now, and he's like, I'm actually not dead, and I'm going to fuck you up. And Yajirobe actually puts in some effort here. He swings a bunch. He misses. And so Yajirobe, uh, you know, a very diplomatic man, is like, uh, what if we, like, team up and I, I, I uh, be your feature? And Vegeta <laughs> kicks him in I the face. I can open for you in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> He kicks him in the face, and that's not enough, so then he punches him in the face, so he falls over, and we all see his undies. Mm. Yeah, he goes full upside down. You see, like, all around his legs. It's very graphic. Yeah, his samurai diaper thing. (laughs) Yeah, his diaper (laughs) thing is, like, way up in his crack, and he's like, oh, (laughs) don't put this on TV. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't show them my moose knuck. Oh, Uh, shit. has a rant about his noble blood where he's like, how dare you spill my royal blood of a prince and while, meanwhile, Goku's in Gohan's mind and he's like, focus, you bitch. 
there's a fake moon in the sky. Take a gander at that. By the and, way, uh, Gohan, I've learned telepathy. <laughs> I can talk to you in your mind now. <laughs> it never came up in the show before, but I can do it. Look out. <laughs> yeah, so he tells him to look at the moon like a big pizza pie. That's a monkey. And hey. uh, he looks at it. Hold on. I have to plug my computer in. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Katie, okay. I'm hitting the that's a monkey. Ripped it out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. It's plugged in. Uh, he, uh, Vegeta then realizes that he fucked up not ripping that baby tail. He's too busy bitch slapping Yajirobe around. And he runs over and starts mafia kicking the shit out of Gohan while he's transforming, but he's too late. Yeah. And he turns into a big old monkey, and uh, he's like, his tail! I forgot to rip it off earlier, remember? I forgot. <laughs> you were two so seconds ago. To do some monkey japes where he like runs all over him, and he's trying to like run up his monkey bod to get that little tail, and it is just not working. He rolls and him a Krillin, big cigar. Yeah, and then it's it wacky. explodes. Krillin is like, "Fuck!" Uh, remember how Goku used to lose his mind, uh, like father, like son. This monkey is not in monkey control; it's monkey out of control, uh, and uh, he's freaking the fuck out. It looks like he's gonna fuck up Krillin and Goku instead of Vegeta. Uh oh, Spaghettios! It's a monkey. Yes, uh oh, Spaghettios. Goku uses his daddy's home voice and goes, Go on, stop it! And then Krillin's stop like, it. Kill? Yeah. Take that stop. out of your mouth. Go kill the Saiyan. Go. Where did you get that? Where did you get that big rock? <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> yeah, where did you That's not yours. <laughs> He's holding a big, big rock over his monkey head. So they stole If you stole don't put down Go- the rock, no SpongeBob. <laughs> They scold Gohan into bringing his monkey rock towards Vegeta. Vegeta's like, fuck, 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 fuck. He smashes <laughs> Vegeta with a rock, and he does a victory monkey dance, like you do when you're a monkey. Yeah, like when you're a monkey. Just like it. Like when you're a monkey, you've just ripped a huge line. <laughs> I also forget that uh, Vegeta has a line where he's like, that moon has an hour on the meter. <laughs> I better rip out his tail. It's like, all right, man. So after some fucking around, of that moon, he's like, uh, one more attack, and he does like a slicing beam, and he finally gets his tail, but he fucked up, and the big old monkey body crushes him into the ground, Uh, and then he, uh, but fucking Gohan turns back into a baby, and he's a naked baby. Right? He's yep. a naked baby on top of a crushed Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, very willy nilly. What hurts Vegeta and what doesn't? Yes, he but felt very like, hard. Seemed fine. One of the funniest images in the history of Dragon Ball is like the the busted up Vegeta with the naked baby on top of him. <laughs> I would disagree. I think there's funnier shit in here somewhere. It's pretty funny though. <laughs> it's funny in it's a cosmic funny. way. Yeah. Yeah. Who, it's like who, Bill Hicks funny. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't so, get it. <laughs> yeah, you don't get it because you're a chick. Yeah, you're yeah, too just, aligned with the power structures. 
Yeah, that's true. You get it? I like I align. I align. Because you work myself. in advertising or marketing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm fucking too square. You know, I'm too close minded. Yeah. You know, that's on me. That's on me. Uh, <laughs> well, Vegeta pulls out a remote from his pocket. And uh, he says, anyone here a fan of Missy Elliott? And they're like, what? Beep, beep. He's got the keys to the Jeep. Uh, (laughs) His fucking little pod shows up and he's like, I can't believe I'm retreating like a fucking cuck. And uh, Krillin's like, that pod must be a spaceship. I'm like, we established that 100 episodes again, Krillin. Pay attention. I forgot how he calls the pod. He has a calculator. Yeah, yeah, he pulls out like a fucking remote. <laughs> he has like a pod iPhone. Yeah. An iPod, if you will. It looks like the control that came with my 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 speakers that I use yes. on my record player. Jambox <laughs> <laughs> um, is in space mode. <laughs> Edifier, bitch. Uh Krillin noticed Yajirobe's sword on the ground and uh, that Vegeta is literally crawling on his hands and knees. So he's like, now's my chance to do a mercy killing. He goes up to him and goes, you monster, you killed my friends. I'm going to cut you with this sword. And Vegeta's like, I can't move and I don't have any power left. And we're like, what's going to happen? The episode is like, tune in next week, I guess. Tune in next week. Will Krillin commit a blade murder? Will we become a different kind of show now? (laughs) Stay tuned next week. Next week. What does happen? I don't remember. I'm dying uh, to know. He lets him go, doesn't he? No, he beheads him and puts it on YouTube. Yeah, but I mean, like, the whole thing is that, oh, fucking, I remember. Do you not want me to spoil it? Don't spoil it, but as I recall, he cuts his head off and then he fucks the neck. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> that's what I saw. I saw that on Kids WB. Yeah, Krillin style, he actually baby. He drags him <laughs> to he a says, curb. This is Krillin style. <laughs> yeah. He drags he him into the street. He all his friends street. looking on. He says, I'm trying to make this yeah. a thing. I call it Krillin style. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wouldn't it be better to call it Krillin it? And he's like, fuck. Fuck, no, no, Fuck. no, it's Krillin style. It's Krillin, I already <laughs> made the patent. <laughs> but it's like okay, the it's guys. like the T-Bone episode of uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to make it happen for himself, and then everyone's like, Goku, did you just fuck the neck? <laughs> <laughs> we should call it Goku style. <laughs> That's Goku style. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Uh, out of seven Dragon Balls. Well, I'm glad you asked me. Um, I'm going to give this one five out of seven Dragon Balls. A lot of japes and a lot of apes. Um, that's it for me, everyone. Katie? Um, I will also give it five out of seven. I thought it was pretty solid, but it, it was a little wonky. Uh, I don't like the new animation, but also some of the... I like the old bad animation better than the new bad animation. Um, yeah, right. I don't like a cliffhanger. I wish they just cut his head off. But you know what? Right. I'll see my friends again next week. Yeah, I'm going to give it a uh, six out of seven because I think it's uh, very good and very fun and uh, very close. But then uh, the, the dialogue uh, sucked ass and um, too much obvious anime bullshit. Yeah, too much yeah. obvious. Maybe go for something spicier. Yeah. 
or just Ooh. like let the thing happen instead of being like he's gonna fall right on top of me he does it in a second just let it happen yeah <laughs> or maybe vegeta references foucault or something yeah something smart yeah, mix it up. <laughs> yeah. This is why Frazier is taking home all those Emmys and Dragon Ball Z is going home empty handed. Yeah. Every uh, year. Every fucking year. Alex, where are we on year. uh where are we on time? We're at almost exactly an hour. Let's do one email. It's time for Dragon Ooh, this is from Milt, who we met in Philadelphia. Well, well, well. Um, all right, the title of the email, Ancient Anime? What? Um, what? Are there Aliens. any shows you watched as a tiny piss baby that you found out much later were actually anime? For example, I used to watch Maya the Bee, originally Mitsubachi Maya no Boken. When it was right, on Mitsubachi Maya no Boken. Huh? Mitsubachi Maya no Boken. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, when it was on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I had no idea I was developing early stage weebdom. Uh, so what? did you guys watch any? I have one uh, that I can think of right off the bat. Uh, I watched Voltron, which I think the, was originally anime, right? Yeah. No, like Voltron totally was from Japan? Was. If it yeah. makes you come, it's an anime. <laughs> yes, Voltron's from Japan. Yeah. So um, I watched I had a Voltron VHS. I had one episode of it on a VHS that I would watch. I don't think I had anything like that because of the time period we grew up in. Like when I was a really dumb baby, it was all like Care Bears and My Little Pony kind of shit on TV, you know, when I right. was like real little. Uh, Which way, Western man? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't really think I saw anything like that. I, was the Wuzzles a Japanese property? The Wuzzles? I don't know, I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. That that uh, would even be hard to say in Japanese. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, there's, there, I'm open to the possibility, but I, yeah. I, I, I do not think so. I had this one Voltron VHS, and I think that's it. Um, I was very aware when I was watching anime because I had to go find it a lot of the time. But you know what I didn't know was Japanese until way later was Power Rangers. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I just thought that's that was true. some straight up red, white, and blue shit. I think we all had that experience. Alyssa especially says she did too. <laughs> yeah, because those teens were from California living the yeah. dream. The thing is, they, they would, were radical dudes. They had all the footage of the you know the Japanese uh, Power Rangers with their masks on, or whatever. But then Rita Repulsa was very visibly a Japanese woman. But still, somehow, I didn't realize until like my dad would point it out and be like, "Look, they obviously overdubbed her," and I'd be like, "What are you talking about? That's what she sounds like." Yeah, well, I literally we like, found this out like five years ago. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I had no idea. I've been living my life a lie. Yeah, you are you are living a lie, dog. Alyssa says she just found out right now, so I think a lot of people don't know. The, Jap- <laughs> the Power Rangers are Japanese. <laughs> That's they, not even I mean, the original footage. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like the fighting... The fighting is Japanese, and then they just built a show around it. Yeah, and then they put where, where some they white shot. teens in there. Uh-huh. And it was yeah. uh, it was delivered to us by um, 
notable uh, DNC donor and probably a pedophile. Yeah, that dude who also <laughs> did all the music. Probably a pedophile. Allegedly, allegedly, possibly, maybe a pedophile. <laughs> Is that something you could say on the radio? <laughs> Well, oh, there boy. you go, Mill. It's okay. We'll do what I we hope did that when we your question. About <laughs> I'll just I hope beep that answers yeah. your question. Oh, you're gonna have to beep that out, <laughs> fucking Jeremy. It's all right. I'll beep all of this. Just make it work for yourself. <laughs> all right, let's do plugs. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. That's P T A K Jokes. Listen to my radio anime, Pedophile High School, Fukitsuno Ero Koko. It's an anime about. Um, <laughs> it's an anime about. It's like uh, I don't know. It's like it's like it's just Sailor Moon. I just did Sailor Moon, um, but I did all the voices. Go listen to that. And uh, I got another radio play coming out soon, either next week or the week after. So listen in for that. It's not going to be a Pedophile High School. No more details yet, but that's coming up. So keep your ears out. It's going to be on the Ballin' Out channel. Keep your ears wide open. Yeah, keep your ears <laughs> glued to that radio. Yeah. Katie? <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram at oh, hello, Katie Rose. I'm going to guest on the Nobody's podcast this week to talk about the AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view that aired this weekend, and that should be out on Thursday. So keep your ears out for that if you like wrestling uh and uh find me on twitter at jeremy thunder and uh check out generation loss my podcast with Bryn from bb Bledis. this week we watched batman and robin with will menneker and uh cool. it's a good episode nipples yeah a lot of nipples not as many as in um batman forever though batman forever is the heavy That's nip true. one this one, they, oh, they added mm. Batgirl and probably immediately were like, oh, we can't put nipples on Batgirl, so we got to probably tone this idea down. <laughs> we got to go. We got to redo the whole thing. <laughs> we got to reshoot the movie. Um, all um, right. Additional plug for uh, Little John's son graduated from NYU with the Clive, Clive uh School of Recording Arts. You did it, Little John's son. Yeah, look at you. You did it. <laughs> Little John's no, something about you. something about you shown through, and you're gonna make you're gonna leave a big impact on this on this industry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's it for this week. Okay. Join us next week. <laughs> Super. Super.